Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. But for a radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all could be with us. Also, tuning in through our online affiliates around the world, including our friends at Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. We're glad that you all could be with us as well. Really excited about entrepreneur and author Rockman joining us today. He's someone I've known now for years. He's not only the founder of Book Bullies Media Group, but this year he's also coming on the program to talk about his book, Chopper City. We're going to talk to him not only about his own love of literacy and spreading the importance about books, but also where the idea for Chopper City came from, the work he's been able to do with book bullies, and of course, let you guys know how to stay connected with him and all his other ventures as well. Rockman, thank you so much for the time, man. Glad to have you. Cyrus Webb, man, I appreciate you. I've been knowing you a long time, and one thing I can say about you is that you stuck with it. And I follow you, and I see all the recent success that you're having through, my man. Appreciate you. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Well, look, I was saying to you before we went on here, you know, I've been knowing you for a long time, of course, as you just said. And, of course, you're being an advocate for reading for books. That is no surprise. But how does it feel now to be on the other side? Because you've been so much a proponent for supporting other authors. How does it feel now for you to be now talking about your own book? It's a lot different because on this side, because I've always been an artist, Cyrus. I just know how to play my position, man, you know. And so I've supported people. I've supported great authors. But on this side here, you know, you open yourself up to your vulnerabilities, and you write about things from the heart, and you make it authentic. You know what I'm saying? So like all artists, you're really kind of fragile about some things because, hey, it's art, and it's you, and that's what you're given. So you're kind of protected of it, so. But I'm fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, it's an interesting thing. I said in my review uh, for Amazon about Chopper City, uh, Rockman, the thing is, I mean, I've gotten to know New Orleans over the years. Of course, you have been able to live there and kind of experience it. New Orleans is pretty much a character in this book. We're going to talk about the other characters we're able to meet, like Lamp Lamp and, of course, Crago. But talk to us about that. How does it feel to be able to kind of bring people into Louisiana and letting them know the inner workings of cities like New Orleans? New Orleans is one of the greatest cities of the world, okay? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a gumbo of diversity, a gumbo of different cultures. And in one part of the city, you can be in the Caribbean. The other side, you, you're in France. The other side, you know, you, you're in Spain. So it's a very diverse city, and every block has a story to tell. I want to be that writer, just like, you know, your Tennessee Williams, your William Faulkner, your Jermaine Capotes, who – who wrote about that city. Uh, it's been a long time since people really understood the interworkings of that city and how it impacts the culture, how it impacts the people. We're all concerned with the food, the Mardi Gras, and the fun, but that's a very dangerous city. That city has a lot of potential, and I don't want to get too political, but that is one great city, and I'm proud to be born and raised there. Yeah. And I think what to the point you're just making, I mentioned, of course, two of the characters we had to meet, and there's really other characters too, especially uh, some of the women we're able to meet in Chopper City as well, uh, Rockman. But, I mean, with, with Crago and also with Limp Limp, you have two individuals who are both 
not only jockeying for position and authority and respect, but also navigating, as you were just talking about, the politics of the world that they're in. So is this a story that's been sitting with you for a time, or how did the idea for Chapa City come about? Well, one thing, anybody who's from that city knows that, and for the people who don't know, rich and poor live side by side in New Orleans, all right? And there's no way you're going to live in that city and not know the Kragos, not know the Lamplots, not know political people, not know businessmen, because everybody works with each other, everybody lives next to each other, and we speak to each other. But those characters are true stories based on people that I know, based on people that we've lost along the way, all right? So those are true stories told in a way that protects them, all right, and um, just opens up the inner workings of our New Orleans a little bit. But we're going to get into some backstories later. But Chopper City is the first of a trilogy, all right? So it opens you up to the characters and to the culture of New Orleans. If you see the book, the chapters, you know, I talk about different streets. I bring you to the street. I make you feel what I felt as we walked that street. And so, yeah. And that that's so true. And and I think, too, as the book kind of unfolds, what we're able to see is that there are individuals who have to not only, of course, make choices and realize, realize that, you know, their life and death sometimes depends on the choices that they're making, but also the yeah. impact of the lives around them. Krako is an interesting character, though, uh, for me, Rockman, because, it, it you know, here is someone who has power. But it's also uh, very vulnerable. You know, there are some vulnerable moments in the book where you're able to kind of see oh, yeah. behind what everyone else sees. I mean, is that also what you wanted to show is that, I mean, I think one of the things that comes out of this book is that there's really no one who is who is all good or all bad. There, there are right. parts of them that can be a mixture of two. Is that part of what you wanted to show here? That's exactly right, Cyrus, because we all know individuals. I know some of the most hardest criminals who got the best heart, right? And circumstances lead people to activities in their life that take different turns on the road. And, you know, the things that we see as negative happen to them or happen for them or they interact with it. But America was built like that. America was built on the same principles, all right? So these chapters in my book is no different than the John F. Kennedy dad who was a bootlegger, you know? And some of the, some of the, some of the guys you see in tech, who has the background that's kind of shady. It's America, man. It's America. And right. see, the title of the book is called Chopper City, but the series is called In New Orleans, They Get It How They Live. That's a slogan. That's a model we live by. And in that city, you got to do what you have to do to make it. Either you're going to leave that city like a lot of us do, right? It's, we, we drain that city of talent all the time. Or you stay there in that city and you figure it out. And for the most part, man, you can find somebody who, who, who I call graduated from New Orleans to go anywhere and succeed. I know brothers. I know half Atlanta from New Orleans. I know a third of Houston from New Orleans. California is New Orleans. I'm in Memphis. So we go everywhere, man, and we succeed yeah. because that city prepares you. That goes to another point, and you didn't even know I wrote this in my review. I literally said in my review it could be anywhere USA or anywhere in the world because I think that's yeah. the, 
that's the whole thing. These these individuals are personalities we all have come to know. We're definitely going to come back to that and remind people about how they can stay connected with the Trilogy Rockman. But I want to say for those who are just tuning in, either on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. We're excited to welcome Rockman to our program today. I've known him for years. We actually met uh, in New Orleans. Uh, we're talking to him not only about Chopper City, uh, his book in New Orleans, They Get It, How They Live, but also I mentioned earlier he's the founder of Book Bullies Media Group. I want to talk about the evolution of Book Bullies. Uh, Rockman, because that's one of the one of the interesting things since I met you. I mean, I knew about Book Bullies then. How has it kind of evolved since you first began it? All right, so you know me, man. When I was, I used to be the store manager at a Borders bookstore. All right, down there in New Orleans, and I needed a way to get to kids, especially kids from the inner city. So I created this character called the Book Bully, and we, you know, we created, you know, a little mascot uh, costume, and we went to the different cities, and we, 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 we uh, brought books for the kids, we read to the kids, and, and so that's what we did in the inner city, but inner city schools. But over time, you know, things changed, and I, I, got, I got behind the scenes and helped a lot of authors get their material out. Uh, I never did forget about the kids, but so what I did, I evolved the company, and now, man, you know, we put music out, we got other books that we putting out, other authors that we put now, and so it's and we're going to do different content. Period. Now, part of this, this is how you live is is a tour that we're putting together right now. Joy Deja King is going to be involved. You know, she's one of the best authors in the world, and uh, we're going to do a tour. We want to do uh, black colleges. We want to bring a, a, a mashup of media, tech, and and all different creators and talk and empower each other. And so, yeah, the, the company is definitely evolving, and, you know, you're going to see movies come from book bullies. This whole series was written initially as a movie, but I decided to go ahead and write the book so I can just get it out. So, yeah. Yeah. Has it? Um, I mean, and I want to talk to you about that because you, even in the book, you you I mean you make it interactive for people. I mean, in the back of the book, mm-hmm. when I ordered it from Amazon, mm. there is you know a QR code there, mm. you know where people can be able to yeah. scan to be able to, so. So, what has it been like to yeah. kind of bring the written word into the world of tech, Rockman, and to be able to make it yeah. an interactive experience, not only just of the story but also the product as well. Man, you know what we Chopper City. Is, is, is the tech. The book is tech. So as, as an entrepreneur, you know, we rely on different platforms to sell our material, but I don't own the customer, right? So what we did, I built companies for liquor and cigar companies, and we, we import coffee. But, you know, if I sell those things on different platforms, I don't know my customer, right? So Chopper City is like a lost leader to invite all my consumers in, purchase the good. We're going to form our own networks. We're going to form our own distribution, right? So I know who my customers are, and we can interact together anytime. And so that's why you see me even in my storyline. Now, there's truth in the book, 98% truth, but, of course, I'm a creative writer. So I wrote my product inside the book so that you can scan that QR code and buy the products, help support me as an artist, help me build different networks so that we can empower our people. And and I think that that's it. And I think too for a lot of people. And I want to make sure that I'm um, that I'm pronouncing the name correct. Is the character's name Rajay? That's in the book. Right. Well, his name 
Well, the, his name is Raja. Raja. Uh, Raja. And, Raja. And, 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 is it, and is it Tehran? Is that the other character? Is that how you pronounce it? Tyron. Yep, Tyron. Tyron. Okay. See, you know, look, I, I'm not above asking for help here, Rock. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I want to make sure. Okay. But yeah, so I wanted to bring that up because there's More a point that's made in, in, yeah, in a conversation with them that I wanted to bring mm. up for our audience because I think it's an interesting mm. thing to think about. It's in chapter 17 of the book, and mm. they're basically they're being told, you know, you know what, you know, you all should be carrying books in school somewhere, um, mm. but y'all want to bang in the streets. And so I, I I love the fact that there are little messages in here um, as yeah. as we're going along, as you're kind of able to weave in the drama, weave in yeah. everything else. Talk to us about those little nuggets in there, because it's not like you're glorifying yeah. this life, Rockman. I want to make right. that point clear for right. our audience. But right. you are talking about those who have made those decisions and the consequences right. that come for those decisions. So kind of talk to us about what it's like for you to kind of share little nuggets like that. Share my whole life. Serving people, Cyrus, you know, doing, trying to do the right thing for my personal life. And so as, as men, it's our duty to get a young brother and pull him up, all right? Anybody who needs help, white, black, or brown, it's our duty as men to pull him up. So if you live life long enough, you experience things in life that you can help teach other people with to help them. And so all throughout this book, man, I created a way so those guys can have a conscience. When the police arrest somebody, they drag them from the street into a car, the world projects an animal, all right? That is not who that guy is. That guy was impacted by circumstances. So we don't know his circumstances, but we just know the end result of what happened. And and, and in this society, that is where we get punished. But the help, we needed the help in third grade, right? The help was needed in third grade. And social scientists say that in third grade, they can predict your next 20 years, right? So I had to find a way for my readers to know, and when you see each other, have that consciousness about it and knowing that that person is going through something, he's been through something, he was impacted by something. And you will find out why Lamp Lamp, the character Lamp Lamp is the way he is, and you will definitely find out what kind of heart Raja has because he is one of the most Humblest guys in the world, but he's a stone cold killer, and it's a real person. And, and I think again that goes to the big thing. So I want to talk about the balancing act here, Rockman, because we can have a conversation about a book like this. Here you are, as I mentioned, an yeah. entrepreneur building this world, and yet there will be some who will look at this, playing the devil's advocate here. I don't know where that phrase exactly mm-hmm. comes from, but that's what I'm going to do here. <laughs> who will say, okay, well, are you glorifying this type of life? Of course, I just said, me as the reader yeah. who actually actually has read the book, I know that's not what you're doing. But there will be some who will look at this and say. You're glorifying this lifestyle. How do you balance that as an entrepreneur and a businessman, how people look at your work, whether they've read it or not? Hmm. That's the interesting question. Well, and I say this. In this country, we project. That's what America does. It projects, right? It projects its images all day long, and we, we consume imagery that's positive, that's negative all day long. And like I just said, the balancing act is you will see a person who gets dirty money from the street, but that dirty money can be used 
for reading programs, that dirty money can be used for all kinds of other social programs. And, that, and, and sometimes, like I said, you've got to get it how you live. Now, there's not nobody in this world, especially in America, that's righteous enough to stand in front of anybody and say that you don't have a member of your family, you wasn't impacted, somebody in your family hasn't been impacted a certain way that they've taken a step some of my characters have taken. You know, we know it. We live it. And so, yeah, so as, 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 as businesses we go and develop, a lot of guys get dirty money from the street. But look what, look, what, look what the guys did in hip-hop in the early 90s with money in the street. Some of those guys right. are some of the most are the biggest executives in the world. But we just look at the, the, the uh, you know, the entertainers. They got guys in tech, man. We got guys in tech who was given money and opportunity by guys in the street to rise up in the tech world in any business endeavor we do. That's just how, that's how it is for our people, you know. And so, you know, we can have a serious conversation about it, about the balancing act, but I don't know anybody who hasn't really – go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, so you were talking earlier about this being real world. I think an obvious question mm-hmm. that anyone would probably think of Rockman to ask you as the author of, where is Rockman in this book? Huh, that's a good question. I want you to read it. You'll find out. <laughs> well, I've read the book, so I'm asking you to go. <laughs> <laughs> the characters or the characters are all of us. The characters of okay. all of us. <laughs> And, and Charles, I think my mom is listening, so we, we're going to reveal that maybe in the movie down the road. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, look, I, I, look, let me say this. I was not asking about a particular character. So, okay, mm-hmm. so, let, so let me ask another way then. Let me ask, you, ask it a different way. Did you feel a connection to a lot of the characters as you were writing the book? Every single one of them. Okay. Okay. Every single one of them. And I think think about think about yourself. Like think about your think about yourself, and mm-hmm. and and your life. And there's there's good, and there's indifference, and there's bad, or whatever. We want to call. But we we all those characters. You know, we got to we we in it. Uh, you know, so yeah, I felt patient to all the characters, man. So, Rockman, what was it like for you when you first held the book for yourself for the first time? What was that like? Oh, man, that was a good feeling, Cyrus Webb, because, listen, this book actually was written back in 2015, all right? It just so happened that somebody stole it out the back of my car. They took my tablet, and so I had oh, been wow. trying to get that spirit back. Like, you know, you get pockets of creativity as an artist, right? And so you got to be in certain pockets. That's what my son sent me all the time, you know. You got to be in certain pockets all the time to be able to, you know, to write this type of stuff. Because I got to travel back in the mindset back in that in those days. And so right. it felt great. It felt great to hold it. Uh, I see it as an evolving artistry, and um, we, we're going to be on to the next pretty soon. Got you. I have to ask you about the women we find in the in the book Chopper City and yeah, I'm my glad audience, you did, uh Rockman, how yeah. how to get the book. Because one thing we see, especially with uh characters like I mentioned earlier with, with Craig um there are definitely women around him that are there yeah. uh, trying to be a support system, um, trying to be there yeah. for him. Um, what was that like for you to show that role? Because a lot of times, and we see them in another yeah. light too. I won't get into that here, but yeah. we're able to yeah, see yeah. these women <laughs> doing other things. Uh, but yeah. what was it like for you kind of showed that part about them being part of the support system um, and kind of allowing Craigo to be vulnerable and that kind of 
Tyrus Webb, I'm so appreciative that you brought this subject up. Man, I am so thankful for you, all right? So listen, we always say behind every powerful man there's a powerful woman, right? And we know in our community that grandma and moms ran a household, right? And there is no successful um, man without a, a female sometimes that can push him toward his success, right? So right. my characters show multi-complexities multi when it comes to the female because just because you see, you know, two or three or four females that have a kind of like a lead role in here, all of them represent a different mindset. And as you go right. out in the street, you're going to see each woman, you know, with those particular mindsets. And each of them has what they, how the good book says, a coin in her mouth, right, that you got to get out and take what she can give you to push you forward. And those women themselves, like my, my, my women characters would never be weak, right? Because yeah. I, don't, I, don't I don't know a weak woman. Not in my family, definitely not in my community. I don't know. I see a struggle. Right. I see us overcome. I see a support. We ride or die. So, yeah, it was very important to right. me um, to write about those females and their professional, you know, they educated in my in my books. They always educated because my my mother was an educator, so that's all I know is educated women. My daughter, I mean, you know, um, yeah. And we see the street woman, right? But she's right. not dumb. She's just a victim exactly. of circumstance. And exactly. and, and as the as, yeah, and as the books as the other books come, you're gonna hear the backstories a little bit more, and you're gonna see and you're gonna see those ladies come to the forefront because that's what happens. You know, that's the that's the nuance of life. You know, gotcha. sometimes. Well, give us something to look. Down. Yeah, give us something to look forward to for sure, Rockman. We're we're excited mm-hmm. about what's to come with the series. Give everyone, Rockman has been our guest, entrepreneur and author. The book is called Chop a City in New Orleans. They get it how they live. It's available now through our friends at Amazon.com. For those who are joining us uh, on the radio side, you'll find it on our Facebook page. The link there for Amazon to be able to go there. But also, Rockman, let our audience know how to stay connected with the book bullies and what you're doing there. Well, you can always go to bookbusiness.com, all right? You're going to see in the next week or two that website just take off and um, kind of got a behind schedules a little bit of some things we wanted to do. But, you know, we're getting ready to really be able to communicate in an effective way with our company, reach our target audience, grow that target audience, and, and, and supply some great products. All right, all right. So make sure you guys are checking that out. Rockman, congratulations to you. We're glad to be able to speak with you again and looking forward to our next chat together, man. All right, man. How much time we got? I need, you, I need you some shout outs. How much time I got? Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right, I want to shout out my, 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 my business team. That's Maya, my daughter, my editor, my therapist, Hakeem, my son, my attorney, colleague, my, my scholar, my artist, and my concierge. I want to think about my team who helped me with the nuances of New Orleans. That's Maynard Chatters. That's Barry, a.k.a. Chatty One Plus, Greg Kaufman, my photographer, Rachel Christian, and all the people that support us. I want to thank my business partner, uh, Miranda Spencer. We pivoted. We're going to pivot again. We're going to be successful. And that's it, man. All right. All right. Well, man, it won't be the last time you're on with us, man. We're looking forward to it. Definitely looking forward to visiting you there for sure. And looking forward to the next installment. I appreciate it. Uh, the next installment is called Hot Winter in New Orleans, coming out shortly. All right. 
All right. I'll be on the lookout for that. And we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Thanks as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. And let's go make today amazing. Take care. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.